I'm a Florida boy, I'm a Florida boy, I'm a Florida boy, I'm a Florida boy, yeah, I'm a Florida boy, I'm a Florida boy, I'm a Florida boy, Florida man is responsible for a large percentage of abnormal incidents that occur in Florida. Well, well, Think of him as an alt-right Johnny Appleseed. No one knows his true identity, date of birth, what he looks like. That's why headlines always say Florida man. They say where you come from. I say I'm from Florida. Welcome to Florida. Don't come across the water. I hate my job. Uh, five, four, three, two, one. Yo, what is up? What is good? What is great? Hello, world. This is the Florida Man Podcast, and it's your boy, Big Fletch. And I'm back for another episode with some great people. Let's get my shots out early. Let's go to uh, beautiful Miss G on the beach chilling. What's up, love? Hey, y'all. I miss y'all. Next but um not least, not not well not last but not least, but second on deck, my boy, brother, another mother, crazy man, two Gemini, K dollars in the building. Say what's up. Hey, what's going on, world? How's everybody doing today? Can't complain, my brother. Doing great, doing well. Blessed, black, highly favored. And last but not least, y'all see it with the new background. She's shitting on it with the red lips. Multifast. Yeah. And the DMX. <laughs> With the DMX graphic tee goddess. Miss <laughs> Lisa in the building. What's going on, love? Nothing happy to be here, of course, as always. Hmm. Ready for the shenanigans. Always, always. Everybody had a good weekend, good week. Everybody been good. Everybody, we missed one week. So everybody's all right. Everybody's recovered, recouped, and ready to go. Yes. Ooh. Yes, yes, yes. Glad to hear. Because we're going to jump right into this. Dr. Umar was on the last episode of The Breakfast Club. My favorite, one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, Dr. Umar was on The Breakfast Club, and he brought, he came out with the big guns. This this time around, he said things like, normally you usually say some of the stuff. Uh, Obama didn't do anything for black people. Joe Biden doesn't do anything for black people. Interracial dating is terrible, and he also said... Oh, I didn't hear that part. Oh, yeah, he went in. But he always go, every time he up there, he go in. I love it. This is his fifth time being on The Breakfast Club. Like is somebody I do who actually like and enjoy their their talking points, and mainly because I get into it first. I fuck with Umar for one particular reason, and then some of the other reasons just happen to follow. When Umar says there's a war against little black boys from a prison, like a school to prison pipeline, that shit is hundred percent true. Okay. I know this for a fact because I was in this system. I dealt with kids in this system for the most part of my adult life. I signed off on treatment papers that I should not have signed off on, had no right. I am not a therapist at all. And they will come up to the therapist will come up to you and say, sign this for this kid. How he was today, good or bad, not what he's going through. How, how did he act on your unit today? And if I said bad, that would affect his med change and throw kids even farther off. So I know when Umar talks about that, he is talking about the God and the truth. Some of the other things he said I might not like or whatever, but we judge people off some of the real shit they say, not everything. So first off, we're going to 
Gabby, Dr. Umar's interview. Yep, big eyes. Let's go, what Queen. Did what did you like? What did you dislike about the interview? And I was surprised. I thought you said he said some good things. And I could have swore you were an Umar hater. Yes, I said it. One point, I, I wouldn't consider myself an Umar hater, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I definitely usually roll my eyes at him. Um, so I ain't going to say I liked or disliked what he said. It just made me more cognizant of things that are not happening. Mm. Um, so one of the things that like I knew it, but I didn't know it where he talked about Joe Biden's first day in office, how he signed the anti-Asian. Um, yep. Yep. And I, and I thought like, Hmm, yeah. that's right. Like he could have signed something anti-black yep. the first day, but you know, um, he didn't. And he talked about marriage being like, you know, marriage is not about love. As much as he supports like the black family and stuff like that, like he was just really diving into the fact that marriage is a contract. It has nothing to do with love. And I was like, okay, is this just like a mainstream thing? Is this what you think about black people in general or the human race in general? Or is it like black people got black love? Like, what does he think about that? So I just listened to a lot of the stuff that he talked about and it was just like, all right. He making sense when he ain't throwing out his um cash app and Zell and all that so much, then he kind of start to make a little sense. Yeah, he threw out 101 emails though. But I, um, okay. I, 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 this is what gets me about Umar though, right? It's his sense of entitlement that's what always sets me back. Like when he talked about the school, um, you know, coming up the Marcus, uh, Frederick Douglass, Marcus Garvey School Academy, Academy and then the uh, Ladies Academy. I support that wholeheartedly, right? Because I've always thought like Jewish people have their own school. Mm-hmm. Asian people have their own school. Why can't black people have our own schools? Like that is, I support that. But when he gets to the fact, to the point where he's like, if these people would volunteer to do this, then I would have this. Like people ain't got to volunteer their time True. for your endeavor. And that is selfish. That to me, that's selfish. Like I could see if you're like, hey, y'all, I I know that's your craft. I know that's your business. I only want black people, but I'm asking, you know, to to give me a little give me a little break if you can. I would respect that a little bit more than you feeling like just because I'm black, just because I have this business, I should come do something for you for free. I think people are more inclined to do something for free if you're not telling them it needs to be done for free. So that's kind of where I get I get like all worked up about Umar because he just he has this sense of entitlement and I don't, I don't like it. But other than that, the, it was a it was a good episode. Yeah. Kate Hollis, my brother. <clears throat> what do you think about Dr. Umar interview? Likes, uh, dislike? Did he say um, something that reached out to you? Well, he's only <laughs> been saying the majority of the things that I've been saying since the elections with Biden and Trump. Try to tell you niggas years ago, this motherfucker Biden wasn't gonna do shit for black people and he still hasn't done it. I've made several Facebook posts about it every damn week. <laughs> I still say it, I stand on what I've been saying for the longest. Democrats don't give a fuck about us. Do for self, self-preservation. Absolutely. Make sure we, make sure we taking care of our own people. Absolutely. Not worry about these politicians or these local politicians either. Fuck them. 
Fuck them all. Absolutely. Us. And furthermore, um, I I um I saw what he was talking about when he was um um referencing um the the young tennis player lady. Um, oh, they don't know soccer. Which yeah, yeah, Corday gonna get on that nigga ass, boy. I, I love I fuck with Corday. Or they make amazing music. Or they finna fuck up for the. Or they finna drop a Nas type dish fat about talking about this old lady like that. Go ahead, though. Nah, I, mean, I mean, okay, so she's she's um current. She's she's technically like um half Asian and half Haitian. Yeah, there ain't no right? technical about it. Her dad's Haitian. Her mom's Japanese. She was born yeah. in Osaka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wants to win um uh Japan and the Olympics. Yeah. I mean, personally, I don't really care who she represents, but uh, I mean, he has some points, uh, you know, but but then again, he might have been a little wrong because I know for a fact that the Asian community loves tennis, like, uh, like really, really hard. They, they practice on that a lot often, um, you know, just from being over um, in Asia for a year and a half um, and seeing how the culture gets down or whatever, they really own that. Um, but um, we don't know who you know, technically indoctrinated her into the tennis game or whatever. Dad, and, um, dad, no, that's that's a fact. Her dad taught her how to play tennis. Her dad, like she, a mom met her dad in Haiti on some kind of mission work or whatever. That's when they actually got into it. And her dad introduced her to the game of tennis. I don't know no those who play tennis, but um, power to them. Um, but overall, uh, I think that um, the interview was really good from what I seen. Like I didn't watch a lot of it. I just caught little clips of it. Um, but, uh, you know, I respect the King, you know, the brother has been dropping knowledge and I totally agree with the majority of things that he says. And, um, hopefully, um, you know, us as a community can, you know, step away from the, the politics and, and people thinking that they're going to save us because they're not, nobody's coming from us black people. We have to save ourselves. I do believe in that. <clears throat> I do think we have allies that want to help us, some some that try to help us, but we need to do for ourselves. You know, I'm a big yeah. minister. The honorable, the honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has been preaching these same things for years. You know, self self wealth, help building into your own community, those things. So last things he says don't aren't too far fetched when it comes to that. Lisa, what you think, Dr. Umar Johnson's Breakfast Club interview? Did you like it? Did you love it? Did you listen to it? What did you? Um, I actually like it. And then what's so crazy <clears throat> is right after that, I guess yesterday or I'm not sure if it was even earlier today. I looked at an interview with Kamala Harris, and she was saying that um, I, I don't want to I don't want to say it in the wrong way. This is Florida she, Man podcast. You can say the wrong thing here. So I'm saying I don't want to I want to say verbatim what she said because she was like um, she don't think America is racist. Mm. So I was like OMG it's even more prevalent what he said when she made that statement because how in the hell black woman how there's no way you can tell me you don't think America is racist. Like you just shitting on everybody that you know, came before you. Absolutely. Went through, went through anything. People that have lost their lives from racism. And, you know, um, <clears throat> how it's still going on right now today, you know, just in a different 
way, you know, just in the system. I'm not going to say a different way. The shit, niggas are still being killed in the streets. It's blatant. It's absolutely um, blatant. Where I live is blatant racism. Like, and I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even going to front. But when I saw that, I was like, God damn, like, he was speaking facts. He was speaking facts. Umar might have been right this whole time. He was right this whole time. He does say crazy things. Like, that Asian hate shit, like, you signing a law that was, you know, just, just brought to you recently. When we have so many civil rights laws still, you know, waiting to be signed, you know, for black people, and you looking over that and you, sign and you know what my brother told me like he's been around a lot of Asians of course he lived in California he went to school in California he said they are just as racist verbatim I'm gonna say exactly what he said they are just as racist against white black people as white people that's exactly what he said to me he said Asians that triad and all that shit is real and he said they do not fuck with black people because I was like, damn, you know, it's fucked up what's going going on against the, the Asians, how they're getting, you know, um, beaten and murder, you know, just hate, they they are um, inciting hate crimes on them. And he was like, you know, as a black woman, you stay out of that. You don't advocate for that because I have lived and know that Asians don't really fuck with black people. And then for Kamala Harris to say some shit like that, like America is not racist, I was like, wow, like, and it came right on time. It came right on time. Yeah, so right I do the- not take for for now, I do not take Dr. U Marvel. <laughs> come on up the hill of Tim Scott saying the same thing. Um, North Carolina, what is the uh congressman? Um, South Carolina congressman congressman, congressman Tim Scott literally came out a, a couple weeks ago and said the same thing. Racism doesn't exist. She's so yeah, he just went on um uh the um the national covers and and told people in South Carolina how he had been pro- uh, profiled by the police and pulled over and questioned exactly. just being black right. in the wrong place at the wrong time. So I don't believe that shit at all. No. Right. So why are they yeah. saying questions? Why are these people saying that they know? Do you think right. they're right. right. saying it's politics? Are they saying it to calm people down? Are right. they, are they trying to say it just to make it seem like it's, it's not as bad? What are they saying it for? If y'all had to guess, why 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 are people that you know have seen some type of racism saying no, nah, it doesn't exist in these times right now? I can't. I can't really speak on that part, but I will tell you that it's politics as usual when it comes to the president. Right. And mm. he, Joe Biden has never said that he wanted to run for another four years. I think his plan is to move out of that seat with the older guy. Kamala Harris is going to jump in there. We're sending a lot of aid to India right now. And Kamala Harris just happens to be half Indian. And um, a lot of things that people don't understand about that is... Um, when COVID hit over there, they're, they're dying by like the thousands. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's real bad. We're, right yep. we're, we're providing it. Aid. And also, there is a lot of communication between China and Russia and India. They're trying to merge together. And America is trying to stop that. So Kamala Harris is the perfect person to just segue right into that presidency. And, they, and then she already has an alignment because she's part Indian. Absolutely. So, I don't want people to ever think that it's just, you know, um, a normal fall. It's, 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 they know what the fuck is going on. 
in the words of the great Sean Carter, uh, government, fuck government, we politic ourselves. And I think that's definitely absolutely. And I was I just wanted to say I agree with what Kay was saying. Like we create our own generational wealth. You know, we um show our kids a loophole through the system. I I tell my kids all the time, education is how you maneuver through the system. You creating your own business and and creating generational wealth for your people is how you beat the system. You know, get your education, absolutely. So on paper, you can maneuver through the system at any given time. You can appeal to the white people because that you got your education. That's what they looking at. Did you study for this? Did you go to school for this? After that, you create your own generational wealth by creating businesses and making sure at the end of the day, your, your people don't have to work for nobody. Gotcha. So I agree with you. Absolutely. I, I think this made me like look harder at independent politicians mm. running for office, mm. right? Yep. Shameless plug. So I don't know if y'all listened to politics after president on the gift of gab, but um, my guest was just explaining, breaking down how basically as black people, we are expected to vote democratic, right? Yeah. But when it comes to our culture as black people, um, and I quote that because I know black people, we we love to make sure people know we are not monolithic, true, but we do share a lot of commonalities when it comes to you know, certain things. Um, but we would align more as Republicans, our beliefs would, would align more as public a Republican. But right. the problem is with career po- politicians, they play that political game, right? What's hot right now? What's the thing that you have to agree or disagree uh, with right now? Yeah. Because I feel the same way you feel, Lisa, about Kamala. On one hand, you're saying stand up against this inherently racist system when it comes to police brutality, but you're right. saying America that was built on that same system is not inherently racist. The right. You're talking out of both sides of your mouth. It doesn't really make mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but back. listening to Umar... And then this whole, this last presidential election um, just really made me want to see the third party <laughs> person because um, I listened to like Bernie Sanders a lot. Like I felt like if more people would have rallied behind Bernie Sanders, even though I wasn't like, oh, hey, y'all vote for Bernie Sanders because I knew, I just, you just know in America, like it's going to be Democratic or Republican, even okay. though I think moving forward, I think it's a chance that we will be able to um, have somebody in the White House that is not because a lot of right. those baby boomers and stuff are dying out. But, um, you know, I looked at Bernie Sanders and how Bernie has always been championing the Black fight. So uh, me, I would have been, I would be convinced that on day one, Bernie would have signed a Black okay. Absolutely. Also, why you don't make it? I'm gonna go a little deeper. Um, it's amazing in America, in today's America, and I'm not trying to go too deep. You know, I'll miss it's certain people I'll miss when I'll talk about the Jews on this show, and I'll talk about the LGTB community, but it's amazing. plus all the different I don't talk bad about them, but it's amazing how we can have five different bathrooms in certain states. We have a men's, a woman's, a transgender, or neutral or what you call it we have it's, it's certain places in certain states that have have added more bathrooms just to accommodate all the different ladders right we only have two political parties democrat and republic that's that's amazing have we have all the choices in the world with everything else in america right now you, you go order 30 types of different you can order 30 types of different coffees 
but it's only two political but parties. I, I we have, have more too. political parties. We only no, have like, the one we only have. Because we got Green Party, well, Libertarian Party. And they don't so get we got nothing. multiple ones. And we don't, they don't get nothing. It's always going to be dumb. Like you're right. It's always going to be a, no matter what, it's going to be Democrat versus Republican. And if you so, and if, if you straddle those lines on the outside of like Democrat slash uh what was Bernie um a progressive Democrat yeah progressive nah, but then you they ain't rocking with that they ain't even rocking with that bitch you gonna be on this side of the line this side that's how we rock it all right Sometimes first question we're going to right now um was actually not even questions um Steve Harvey shout out to Steve Harvey also my book I didn't Steve see Harvey. It. My my book, uh, fuck C Harvey, still on the way, everybody. Um, Steve Harvey <laughs> came out in the interview and said, <laughs> and "I'm trying to get Steve right through what exactly what he said." He said he does not have female friends. That females cannot have guy friends, and guys cannot have real female friends because it's always going to be something there. That guys are trying to find a way to sneak their way sneak their way in. So we going right here to the top, K dollars to the bottom. Can guys have female friends? Absolutely. Okay. I have, I have several female friends. Would you smash your female friends? No. I need to get another drink. <laughs> you know, and I'm going to tell you, I'll tell Let you me why. not make no faces because they'll be mean to me again. So <laughs> I will tell you exactly why I would never smash my female friends because I know everything about their ass. That'll be that. That's you, sometimes that make it more intriguing. You smash no. nasty, we smash nasty women all the time. Uh, no, so what do you mean? No, we, no. You just know, just know the history. Yeah, I make the face. These are my morals, okay? Don't ain't nobody gonna ain't nobody gonna sway me in this right here. All of my female friends are disgusting. I don't want anything to do with them. Oh my God. What do you um, define as disgusting? How many female friends do you have? Would you say you have? Mm. Your random question. Uh, yeah, probably yeah. about 10. 10 people. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. Lisa. And all, all of them. So, no, you said you are telling me that a male can have female friends. Lisa, can a female have male friends or can a male have female friends without there being something there? Yes. I have a male. I have a male friend. Hey, so you have, you only have one male friend. I have one male friend. Gotcha. Why, is there a I reason mean, why you only have one? I have male associates that. But you know, is there a reason why you only have one male friend? Um, I have one male friend that hasn't tried to smash me. So that means all your other associates who you thought were friends have tried to smash you. Tried to smash me. <laughs> That's all. Like even though you said yes, you said no. Were you yes. So you said you have. But I, I, so all the rest of them have tried to smash you. So at one from time. my experience. That's my experience. That so may not no, be everybody your answer is no. So actually, no. my answer is no. A lot of guys have tried to be my friend or became my friend, you know, with, you know, that it hidden agenda, okay. you know. Um, and then I do have one male friend that has never, ever tried to, like, pursue me in no kind of way. And I've got <laughs> naked in front of him, got dressed in front of oh, him. Oh, he's gay. Okay, he's gay. He's not gay at all. Oh, you got... He had he he got girlfriends and all. He's been I mean, a face. Look at you. Face. <laughs> no, he your face. Women and everything. He dated women and everything. But me and him, like we've been so cool for so you long. You have gotten naked in front of him. Yeah, like gotten dressed. I've taken off clothes in front of him, like and gotten. Hey, dressed have any of your female friends ever got naked in front of you? 
No. Hell yeah, that's a girl thing. Oh, you no. said K. I'm sorry. Hey, no, I'm not asking. I'm, I'm pretty sure y'all get naked front chubs all the time. They, I mean, if they did, and I'm, I'm tripping on it. Like that. See, yeah. look, yeah, same thing. He don't trip on it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think he might think I'm disgusting. Like K, think his girlfriends are disgusting. He <laughs> but see, we have a relationship where they tell me all these secrets. Right, you know, and like, I tell him all of my stuff that's oh, going on yeah. with dudes and x y and z so he knows mm. even with bitches like like he's the guy when i was saying on social media like you should always have a guy that reminds you because you know a lot of times some oh, well, i ain't gonna say a lot of times sometimes we think our shit don't stink but it's a guy that's gonna remind you like bitch yeah you you might be a little so i have a friend like might be that a little what? Wait, 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 might be a little you what? might be a little bitch you ain't all that you think oh, you all gay. that let me check you let me give you a reality check you know oh, have He's not gay though. Like he has women. He actually has women. I know. I know. I know gay guys. Absolutely. I had to take my homegirl today. I had to take my homegirl today. She she got down at the job. She bringing this bitch that looked like Brian Erlacher up there. Job and I'm like, yo, why you even fucking with this? This bitch look like Gal from Street Fighter. This like six foot tall bodybuilder ass chick, a chick, and she was like, you know, I don't do studs. I was like, oh, so yo, so wait, wait, yeah, your female. But she's a gay girl, so that's oh, your female friends are gay. Together, y'all bond over pussy. That's easy. See, that's not the same. This is what we got to get it. We got to break this down deeper than what y'all. Yes, y'all bond over pussy. Your female friends are gay. That don't count. Yes. We talking about straight people, okay? Yeah, she's gay. She's gay. I still had to put her on notice. Like, hey, like, like we fuck with bad bitches over here. Like, I don't know what that's the fuck. Not, this that's is different, right here. You have straight female friends that are your female friends. Like bad bitches. Like, like bad bitches. bitches. That, yeah. yeah. Okay. And if, if they try to get some coochie, you want to take it? No. Okay. I don't, I don't like the way you said it. <laughs> you didn't say I don't, okay. I don't think you said that with enough you didn't say that with enough heart, okay? He was like, no. Oh, no. Like, no. It, it looked like in the back no. of his mind, he like, no. yeah. Oh, no. His voice got light as hell. Oh, no. 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 See. My homegirl Tyree is a bad bitch, like straight yeah. up. Like she's like, she's probably like Did five, she friends on you? No, she ain't friends on me. I friends on her. Mm. Uh, okay. Put out the big like energy, bro. What I'm talking about, my dog. Let her know. Okay, I, like it. I like it. I like it. you friends on her. All right. Then. So if she tried to give you that pussy, you want to take it? No. Yeah. Okay. G, do you have male female friends? You have male female friends. Oh, no, I'm tripping. I'm just thinking about K. K. Um, homeboy, homegirl. My bad. Homie girlfriend. Homie, K, homie, girlfriend. Can a can a female have male friends or vice versa, Gabby? And then not so. be stuck in there. I think so. I mean, I think the uh, MIA producer is isn't is, is a is a right. prime example for me. Right. We've known each other since we were two. Right. So uh, that's different too. No one's yeah. like that long. With but me. that's still a yeah yeah. I'm not not here. friendship. I mean, outside of outside of him. No, I would say I used to believe that, and I, well, I ain't gonna say I used to. I still believe it. I, it's just in recent years, 
You still believe what? What you that believe? that people that females and males can be platonic friends. Gotcha. But I have since like I don't know if it's because I gained weight or something, but that like got fat. Yeah, like yeah. my my dude friends got a little Wait a minute. The words at least that thing start thinking. That thing yeah. start thinking. You feel me? That thing start thinking. Yeah. That what happened to us just being friends? Right. I don't right. Know. But you know, listen, once milk. you feel that like once you like once you feel that like, oh no, you trying to move you to the trying to, yeah. And you like, mm, now I can't even treat you the same. Now right. I can't keep my dress around you. I mean, I can though. Like I know how to disconnect. Like, I don't know if that may be an Aquarius thing. I know how to detach. Like I know, like, nigga, you well, might want to fuck me. Once but... you detach, that's no longer your friend though. Like that's not cool. No, I mean, well, we can still be cool. Like it's not awkward. That's what I mean. But he's still my friend. Like, but it's still not awkward for me. But you can't treat Sometimes niggas be trying to check the temperature in the room. You know what I'm saying? Trying to see, you know, like ain't no, ain't no, ain't mean no disrespect, no harm or whatever. Right, 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 right. If that's your true friend, wouldn't even check the temperature. Yeah, you don't even right. you. In my case, I have two female friends. Shout out to Tasha, Tasha out to Carla. My only two female friends. And once again, I'm on record by saying they baddies. They both can get it. I don't want to give it to them, but they both can get right. it. So I but do you, understand it. Huh? You just said they both can get it. Oh, they both can get it. And once again, this is why I don't drink hard look around them, because I have tried probably both of them on wild drum night. So right. I may, well, maybe I'm not the one to ask. Right. But you can have it. <laughs> But it depends on the situation. Right. Like, for real. Some niggas don't want to be your friend. I usually get I get on females about this all the time. When I tell females I don't want to be your friend, a female try to hit me with the you my friend. No, I'm not. <laughs> Yo, I have no. two female friends. I'm always saying, I, I know what I'm doing. I just not one. I know what I'm after you for. I know what I'm talking to you for. Anybody else can get it. If you ain't talked to one of my homeboys or whatever, you can get it, bitch. Ain't no female friends. That's so it. can I call you my friend? Gabby, you can get it. I don't want to give it to you. I told y'all all fine. my friend. Yeah. I can't talk to you because I'm trying to talk to too many people around you, Gabby. That's why I can never talk to you. I talk to too many of your other I feel like it'll always be awkward. None of us could ever do this kind of intertwine. Yeah, we are with this right now. Because then we got to come back and do this. Yeah, and if you but once again, feelings, once again, I'm not gonna turn around and say y'all like, ugh, ugh, look at yeah, I don't look at her like that. No, y'all fine. I build yeah. with beautiful women. I have beautiful. What you like? You like we gonna ignore that y'all are attractive or something? No, like hey, no, no. I just wanted to know if I was if I was Fletch friend. <laughs> yeah, but no. <laughs> yes, but no, no, yes, but no. I can't hurt hey, you. Hey, am I no. your friend? Yeah. Okay. Okay. There we go. So I feel like it's a it's a thin line. Steve is right about some things. Like men yes, love telling women. I know a lot of niggas right. try to play that long game. That's just my friend mm -hmm. trying to sneak their way into some coochie. Niggas is out here doing that shit for sure. Yes. And if you and ladies, if you ever want to know if he a friend, try him and see what he yeah. do. Try him, and that should have changed your whole little fucking mind. Right. Giving out way too much pain. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I've never tried my friend, but I feel like getting naked in front of them is like a, you know, a try. Listen, it's I don't like a try. It's like I don't know him. Some I'm people can make me. that move. Some people can be like, "Damn, she get naked in front of me. She must want me." He, he my like, friend like, like, he likes penis. Bitch, yeah, put your little toddler titties up. You know, because <laughs> he like. He like man slow. No, but he dates girls. 
he date girl. I like we know gay people that date girls. It's okay. Yeah, I don't, absolutely. I, but I, I think sometimes he never gave can... me down low. He never gave me down low vibes. Like I got exactly. gay gay friends. I got gay gay friends and I'm been with bitches, but they know like bitch at the end of the day, I'm a gay guy. Hmm. He has never been one of those dudes. He's always hey, been he's just fine. He just ain't fall out the closet yet. Oh, anyway, we for the man podcast. We said no and yes, or maybe possibly it could happen, but we don't. It's a real gray area, man. It's a gray area, area. absolutely a gray area. Either you all the way friends or you're not, period. Yes. And even then, sometimes you still can get it. Yeah, I'm my friends, so don't be trying to hunt you. Hold on, how much time? How much time? I'm my friends, so don't be trying to hunch on me, okay? Lisa, I am not your friend. Oh, okay. Or by, based on nosy right, questions, these, I am not your right, friend. DM me after this meeting. Yo, y'all hush it. I tell y'all stop bumping creatures <laughs> behind us. <laughs> Let me stop jumping. Don't send me look, no memes look, this time, man. But look, though, but look, but look. How long does it take for a friendship to blossom? Because technically, I don't even know y'all that well to even be considered. I feel like we can have a professional, you know, friendship or a professional bond like we can bond and on some even that know, even that's what kind of, I, I hear what you said you're totally right but even that we all know co-workers that fuck so <laughs> even that I, like, I've never fuck? fucked a co-worker really? like, I don't I do not need you I do not need you waiting on me to walk in the building and clock in like <laughs> I will not fuck a question. here we go have you ever fucked a co-worker Gabby, yeah, I like your eyes. <laughs> Gee, have you ever fought the cold? Oh, <laughs> That's a new me. That's a me. That's a new me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> or shout out to Orange County Courthouse. Woo woo. <laughs> Yo, K Dollars, have you ever fought the coworker? Let you with the segue. This is a segue. Uh, that's what I do, y'all. Listen, we all talk about things we do, but we gonna get this work. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna make this play roll. Kay, have you ever hunted Kay? It ain't that hard to think about, Kay. Yeah, because <laughs> he must have did it. You, put, you just took you just put trying to think of which one he should have like, like, Give me a time frame. No, like, have you ever time frame? Did you or didn't you? The time have frame is ever. ever. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've yeah. uh yeah. I ain't want nobody to know about it though. Oh, that's good. Okay, I, well, I do feel the same way. Text us her name later. Yes, I, right I now. In my previous job, Drop I it in the text. Over, but it's I didn't dead, want nobody to know. How many? I said she's dead. No, Fletch. Oh, she did. Fletch said, how many on four? Two. No, no, two. Two, two. Oh. Two, four. Two co That's a two lot. Quarters. I've never fucked there the co-worker. Ever. It ain't that bad. It depends on how many people at your job. If your job got I've never had sex with anybody at a job that I worked at. Really? Ever. And I I say that that was just in my last. I'm hunched. And every job I've been to, somebody that got hunched. Like we don't. No, yeah. I don't like to make that's too close to like my livelihood. Like I'm too crazy for that. I'm telling you, like uh, you got me fucked uh, up, bitch. I'll come slam you. Whatever. You <laughs> like, I do not like to indulge. I've had I, people try to talk to me at work, but I of always you have. Say, and they told oh. you they wanted to be your friends, didn't it? See, that, that oh, fuck shut shit. up. That's that Actually, shit. you know what, Fletch? The friend that I'm talking about, we met through work. Like, oh, yeah, so you, you, gay. you might be on to something. You know what? Now that I think about it, the last time I tried to hunch one of my coworkers, 
it was a very, very awkward uh, experience for me. See, look, it's like, look my, at you. Didn't fuck. like my dick didn't want it. Like I had the opportunity. She came through the spot. It was in the mind. It was a mind thing. I didn't want to fuck Nah, I just, I don't think the pussy was was all of that. I think, no. I just think. Well, this whole thing is good pussy for all out. Like, right. she, was, she was just, maybe it was me, but my dick was just like, nah, player, you good. Like, I mean, I've had it. some spectacular experience, experiences with women that had no correlation to my job or anything or whatever. Mm. But just one chick in particular, it just, and she was fine too. She was a baddie. But my dick was like, nah, nah. Yeah, you take a little something. Maybe, uh, you know, I probably try to pop a little pill or something, you know what I'm saying, to get myself together. And my dick was still like, nah. No, See, that no, was no. God. That's yeah. God in the beginning right there. Whenever, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever, whenever, whenever I was, whenever divine pussy had fell in my lap, whenever pussy had fell in my lap and I didn't take it, I feel like that was God telling me don't get it. Yeah. But if it's been right there and I just didn't go for it, that was God. God. Always go that with that God presence. I mean, Always. that whole had an God, no, I'm not gonna wear no rubber. And that hoe had an STD. Oh, you nasty, dirty, filthy dog. Maybe if she would have rubbed on my nipples, I probably would have got something. Yeah, hard. I mean, I would have jumped up on her. Oh, yeah, we trying to say, your segment slash time right now. Um, because you brought this up, and I want to get your opinion on. I guess that lets everybody else. The TV show them. Has anybody seen the TV show Them? Nope, nope. No, not. I still haven't watched it. But of you brought you brought an amazing point why you wouldn't watch it, and I totally agree. Yep. One, one. Let me say one. I don't fuck with scary movies anyway. So me, if I did watch right. it, that'd be the daytime. And oh, I love man. scary movies, yeah. but that's just. What? Why did you? Why let the, let the audience know why you said you wouldn't be watching it and you didn't want to so, watch? So, of course, as as shown on social media. Well, as everybody was speaking about it, and of course on the show, uh, black people capitalizing off black trauma. Like I said, how many times can we see the same story over and over and over, just played in a different way? A different you know, comedy. Yeah, in a different genre. Action. You know, absolutely. And the yeah. thing is, with that, you can tell when they don't take it serious. Us, if you look at us, us is listed as a comedy. That. Ain't Ain't nothing funny about us. Mm. If you look it up, it's listed as a comedy. Gotcha. And you talking about the, um, what's our movie us? Um, the Pitt. movie us. So the same as them, like um. <laughs> yes, very. The same as them. I do not feel like black people should be capitalizing off our trauma because it makes um hollywood and just white people in general insensitive to it like mm. it doesn't make them take what we are going through serious especially when we're still going through it right now yeah. so that's what makes me don't want to watch it like i don't want to see my trauma and despair and then when i click on cnn or click on social media it's a black man getting murdered still by the police yeah. it's a black girl still getting murdered by the police you know what i'm saying like I just it 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 just it's not appealing to me, and I don't watch I, a lot of black movies. Yeah, um, just based off our if, trauma. If you don't know the movie, the um, TV show is about a family that moves from like the South to Compton, California, at a time where Compton was mostly was all white. It was they're the first black family in Compton, and it and it really is about the trauma that they run from that follows them. 
the shit has a, a dope meaning, a dope message. And you know, I, I'm a history guy. They talk about redlining and property taxes and how they got black people, how our great grandmas or grandmas still paying for houses they've been in forever. You know what I'm saying? So it touches on a lot of those things and every ghost or spirit has a meaning. But yo, from the first scene where the white one, I'm, I'm not, I don't care if I'm telling or spoiling it, go watch it if you want to. If you don't, if you don't want me to spoil it, fast forward. The first scene that I watched was an old white lady coming to take a little black boy from her mother. I turned TV. I'm like, yo, I'm not watching this shit. Like yeah. she's outside acting oh, crazy so outside this black and, woman's house. And the thing about it is a black person produced that. And wrote it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So go um, watch Rosewood. That go watch Rosewood. I remember exactly. watching Rosewood as a little yeah, You know that's that, the that's last thing horror. I've ever that's watched. That's enough horror for me. That's yeah. enough horror for me. That's enough horror so, no, for me. I'm not after Rosewood, it. I was through. <laughs> I was through. Mm. Like I think it's still like I, I mean I said this on a, on another episode. I think it's still important for us to be able to tell our own stories. Like I right. like, I have learned a lot about some um um black people who were slaves who you know did some triumphant things like people who invented stuff that got stuff taken so I, I still think it you know we should be telling those stories but I agree wholeheartedly Lisa like I, I there's another one coming out where this black couple moves to a neighborhood and they realize that they live next door to a cop who shot an unarmed black like person. Lakeview like, Terrace like, that's just like Lakeview Terrace. Didn't this just happen for real? Like, and y'all gonna make us relive it in a movie? Yeah. So, yeah. Now they're yeah. taking, now they're taking um, real life trauma, real life. Yeah. The black police brutality. Now they're making those into movies. That's all. But it's y'all like see, that. they didn't watch oh. Nate Turner movie. Oh no, yes. that, yeah, 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 they killed Nate. Yes, Turner. facts. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. He had a rat. He had a white watch. I didn't watch the second yeah. one because I knew what was gonna happen. They killed them so and much. Didn't for, uh, something like that happen? Didn't something like that happen to the dude that played Nat Turner, like in real life? Oh it's no, that was a um, revolution. Nat Turner was a revolutionary that broke away and went back and killed the slave. Right, but uh, I'm thinking about Nate Robinson. Ain't that his name? Nate, Who Parker, played Nat Nate Parker. Nate Parker. Nate Parker. Parker it's something happened to him in reference to black people um, in the racial injustice. Um, him happened, having but, to do with a white girl. No, the thing um, is that when his movie came out, they brought back those old rape allegations he had from college. They wanted cool. to step on. They wanted to step but on. But the white people. girl, right? Yeah, it was a white girl. Was a white okay, girl. perfect. Yep, so, that's yeah, what I was. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was girl. thinking about. They tried yeah. to step on that movie, and they did. They didn't try to step on. They killed yep, that movie. That movie did. was amazing. Yep. I went to that yep. movie with three people in the movie theater, and, yep. and one scene, a white man got up and walked out, and we and the black people cheered. I know y'all, Kay and Fletcher, y'all still got a um, comment on that, but I wanted to ask a question after y'all done with that. Like um, one thing that Lisa said was like, when they keep making um, movies about our black trauma, you know, that makes white people and other races insensitive to it and they label it a comedy. Right. Do you feel, do y'all feel that same way with the use of the, of the N word? Do y'all feel yeah. like? Oh, yeah. this, is, this is getting very tricky for me. Because I was one of those guys who said, oh, we turned this to a word. We made this a word to represent the, the us. The, the We made it seem, that's my brother, that's my kid. Right, folk. like a and term of endearment um, yeah, to A term of endearment to us. But once again, I've been following a lot of, um, listen, I can't be a Muslim because I love white women in pork. But listen, um, <laughs> Lord, Nur, help me. Nuri Muhammad came out and he did a speech recently where he was saying, we're the only race that does that. You don't see a rap saying, what's up, my raghead? You don't see Mexican saying, what's up, my spick? 
or, or, or Drew said, what up, Mike Kite? You know what I'm saying? You don't hear that with no one. Why is us? Why? They got to think about it. That's, that's, that's something in us that makes us want to make that a good thing that after a while we got to realize it ain't good. So right. I'm really different to that because I'm, I'm I say nigga a lot. I, I'm yes. not gonna lie, I say it a lot. Yes. I say, but I normally use it in the right context. I try my best to say it, talking about an ignorant motherfucker instead of one of my homeboys. But still, it's still a terrible term. Probably the worst term ever. You know, nigga is bad when you got to call it something else. N word. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know how bad a word is. You got to call it something else. So we should know. Um, it's a tricky subject for me. It's a tricky subject I'm battling with right now as we speak. Lisa K. Lisa K. Um, so I do not say the N word that much. Mm-hmm. Um, to where I feel like I I should be filtering how much I say it. Um, I get it. I honestly do get it. Um, and I get where you're saying, Gabby, because now you know it's kind of like we get so offended when other people say it, but we're constantly using it, you know, as a term of endearment to each other. Or, I mean, sometimes we use it in a negative way. I mean, that's really the most, when I use it, like in a negative way. So I get it. That I mean, that's all a part of probably what I, I'm saying in general too, like us, you know, just going through that vicious cycle, like maybe, at times we're still creating, you know, our own problems with that because we're not taking certain things as serious as they should. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That right. goes back to what you said. Yeah. So for me, um, throughout my life, I never used the N word up until maybe when I was like 25. Um, like so you, you, even through like you, even through high school. What do you mean? Like you never even through high. Like I've I've never no until I was like about twenty five. That's when I started using the N word. Mm. Um, before then, I I never would. Um, and the reason being is because um like I don't know like the the N word wasn't really all that popping like that when when I was in high school anyway or whatever. Like we yeah. had a lot. Yeah. Our, our slang was our, our slang was kind of all over the place or whatever so we i mean you know we whatever you know i i i was never really that type of person to even like go that route or whatever but when i joined the military i was around the majority of white people all the time and i didn't want um those people to think that i was on some ignorant shit so i just never use it i never i never felt comfortable with them hearing me say it and making them feel comfortable that they can say it and um, like 18 to all the way up to I was like 25 when I got around some real niggas <laughs> it was you know <laughs> and that's when I started like using it or whatever but I mean other than that man like um so my my experiences are different with it or whatever you know I like I don't have to say nigga to get my point across but um I just feel like um for other people using it Man, I've seen I've seen some people that had no business saying the N word said. Like I'm talking about Asian motherfuckers. Also, video of that. Yeah, I literally exactly. video of a fight in yeah. Miami where a nigga was said 55 times. It was a black oh, person fight. See, this is a thing though, man. Like they they like our culture so much, man. It's contagious, right. bro. Uh, 
So they're gonna see they're gonna see what we're doing and think it's cool or whatever, you know. And I mean, and, and we know that shit, man. We we know that you know we are the heartbeat of America, and yeah. without our culture pushing forward, then there would be no fucking culture. I mean, we talking about like goddamn. Oh, too. So. Yeah, we talking. We talking about you know uh, the influence of an entire an entire world basically, versus mm. people who created hot dogs and hamburgers. Ah. Like, like it's, <laughs> it's a different, it's different. thing. Yeah. So, so I think like it, I, I'm I'm in the same place with you, Fletch. I've been here actually for a few years, mm. um, until I, I I'm about ninety percent of my vocabulary has removed the the n-word what I had what really really got me I'm gonna tell you like I saw a a black father on Facebook one day like oh this my little nigga right here Mm. and I was like to me that was the equivalent of me having a daughter saying look at my little bitch to me that was the Gabby Gabby, it's women that do that that's sad but it's women but not as much as you hear a man a black man saying this my little nigga right here that that bothered me to my core because I got a lot of black cousins black black nephews and I cannot take saying to them like look at y'all say that. Like I don't. It makes my skin crawl because I feel like that's like a like something we put in them saying it's okay. This is okay for somebody to Remember, say this. I, I try to cut y'all. Remember Antoine Fisher? That, that stuck out to me too. For Antoine Fisher, when she was like, it was three boys in the house, and then the, the what she stepmom, foster mom. She yeah. would say nigga. She never called him by their real name. Would just say nigga. And he said, I could. We could tell. She said it so much. We knew who she was talking about by how she said it. That's right. crazy. It just yeah. makes me crazy Dang. because as we're trying to change the narrative, you know, we control that narrative. Absolutely. Like, I know it's never going to be taken out of music. I I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But just, like, I think that at some point we got to let that word go because we're raising a new generation of kids to think it's okay. And these, these um millennials, they, you know, they have no boundaries. So right. I hear little white boys when I'm walking by rapping a song saying the n-word because they feel like oh it's in a song and i have to remember you can't backhand the shit out of that little white boy you can't do that uh, but i don't want to because it's like you know you're not supposed to say that exactly. you, you just try to whitewash it because it's in a song so i i just i cringe at it like I, I really started looking at it like i would not look at one of my little female cousins and be like what's up little hoe so i'm right gonna be like that you, you're 100 right Never women do it and people do it and you're right that doesn't make it right but people do it and that's a crazy thing it's a crazy world that we live in man yeah so yeah <clears throat> say i say i say a lot of things around my son that i now look back not like, even now like when i say it if i say shit in front of my son i look and like fuck <laughs> that don't make no. it better. you know what i'm saying right. I'm i talk saying, like, shit shit, shit in front of my kid if you hear the way they talk to me oh i talk shit to them no uh, listen but i say shit and i hear great i don't call shit. them out their name but right. yeah it's I one thing to just be a parent and talk shit have conversational yes. shit talking moments it's yes. another thing to be talking at yes. a person and and calling them out of their name i just feel like why my mama gave me a name if you're gonna call me nigga the whole time right right, right. So, all right all right, first Florida question of the episode. Shouts out to oh, this is actually anonymous. This didn't even come from nobody. Uh, not anonymous. Uh, not this. This just came up. Who is Anon. This? Maybe one of y'all did say this. I don't know. I don't normally put names by. 
if there is one thing, y'all take credit for it if y'all want to. If you could change one thing about the state of Florida, the great state of Florida, if you could change one thing, what would it be? Jeopardy music in the background. Oh, I would change the fact that marijuana is not legal on a record. Gabby, two in a twirl for you, girl. That shit is coming. Believe that shit is definitely coming. It should be. It's definitely coming. Betty trying to tap in the cannabis world. I'm trying to go to cannabis. That's, it, that's, a, that's a hard, that's a hard oh, game. Oh, they've made yeah. it even harder. <clears throat> yeah, and they're making it, they'll make it even harder. Yeah. Uh, K-Dollars, Lisa, if you could change one thing about Florida, what would it be? The mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the South Bay ones. Did you just the South Bay ones. The South Bay mosquitoes, to be exact. <laughs> Them bitches is down there. Running a coat. <laughs> <laughs> Them bitches bite you and they burn your skin. <laughs> That's something different. It's a bride. Oh my oh my God. Lisa, and then they just hey. released the, the genetic uh the ones that they made. What, a couple well, how many was it? Anybody know? What was it? A couple hundred like, thousand, twenty like thousand. Like a hundred thousand. Yeah, genetic or what you They issued a state of emergency. Like uh, we already ain't got a bunch of them. Then you gonna make some fake ones to put out there, like. Not yeah, to sound all all woke and uh, you know hella political, but uh, I would uh, honestly change the blatant racism in Florida. It's it's blatant. Uh, I, well, now, let's see. That that goes back to the last question we had one time. Was it Florida racist state? Yeah, it is. It absolutely but, but where, is. Blatant. It depends on where though, right? Y'all it's think just, it still depends and, on where? And where I am is blatant. It's blatant mm-hmm. racism. It's blatant, like. They do not hide it. And I just would I just would change that. Like, who the fuck made you so comfortable, you know, for you to gotcha. even, you know, display it in that way? Um, that's what I would change about Florida. Other than other than that, we in the closest thing to paradise. Um, Florida is the greatest state in the world. If I can say paradise, it's lit. You can do whatever you want to do. I know so many people. Grow weed in their backyard. You you don't gotta change them laws. Just oh, no. let, yeah. you just gotta knock Somebody on the right door right here in Royal Palm Village. I seen a bitch with a um. What's the what's the home at the moonshine? Should they backyard one day? Listen, I'm telling you, all you gotta do is knock on the right door in Royal Palm Village, and you got a whole this. Watch out! If I change anything about the state of Florida, I would make it two states. I would make the United States of North Florida and the United States of South Florida. Like South Florida is lit. Everything and else That's it. Right, right around Orlando, I chop that yes. bitch down. Right around, yes. no I agree. Bitch. I, I agree right so much, Yes, and I would change certain shit like the fruit of Florida is an orange and South Florida be a mango. Hey. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You like, know. They, they animals like an alligator. I tell you, that bitch with iguana in South Florida. Yes, for the iguana. <laughs> yeah, all, all kind of shit. Our flag will be. Our flag will have all the baby flags on there. All the Jamaicans, the Haitians, the Cubans, the Puerto Ricans. Absolutely, we gotta have Haitians. Yo, I would switch it up. And once again, let me say this because I stayed in South. I say I probably stayed. If you break it down, I probably might have stayed in North Florida more than I stayed in South Florida because when I left, I stayed up there until like four years ago before I came back. Like the day after I graduated, I went to North Florida State in Tallahassee until three, four years ago. So I love North Florida for certain things. The <clears> calm, the relaxed, the, the, the yeah, yeah, that's what real. I like it for. 
Yeah, it's real chill. It's real chill. Ain't yeah. so fast paced as a as a calm. But I would split it up because North Florida, South Florida, and if you really want to dive into it, Central Florida, that's three different states, bro. Yeah, like definitely. the way people chill, the way people do things, the way people act. Even though Florida is one bit crazy, we got to really break down where yeah, how the crazy is. Crazy. Yeah, so I would, if I could change anything, I would break up Florida into multiple states. Mm-hmm. I like to tell people that ask me about Florida that. Florida is a melting pot on top of a melting pot. <laughs> yeah. I agree. There's yeah. a little bit of everything. Uh, the New York City, the New York City and Florida correlation is like amazing. Even when I stayed in um, New York City, it's like so many people have ties to South Florida. And I feel like it's it's because it's the same. It's a melting pot. It's so many different races and cultures and people and, and just one spot. You know, yeah. So all right. yeah. Second question actually coming from yours truly uh K Dollars. My boy said, um, what is one thing you had to learn the hard way? What is one thing? Well, what would you like to ask a question? Go ahead, ask it better. That was that it. Did I say it right? Did I say your question yeah. right? That is that is it. One what thing is, that you, so you answer it first, K. What is one right. thing you had to learn the hard way? Telling motherfuckers no. Mm. And, it, and it being okay. That's a word right mm-hmm. there. That's a, that's, that's, a, that's, a that's a sermon not right being, there. Not being afraid to tell a motherfucker, no, that mm. shit is I'm not fucking doing it. Mm. No, that you, might no, be you, the best one right there, okay? No, yeah. you, no you cannot fuck me. No. No, I will I'm not. Ready. No, I will not lay in sexual congress with you. No, I'm going home. <laughs> Depends on who it is. Miss G, one thing you have had to learn the hard way throughout life, living. What is one thing you had to learn the hard way? The woman come back. And not everybody black at your job roots for you. Ooh, in life, especially black, women. In life G. Especially black women is yeah. sad everybody, to say that. Everybody in life, everybody black in the world. Yeah. Ain't told, every skin folk ain't kid. What's that? Skin folk ain't kid. Yeah, all, all, all skin folk ain't Oh, it was it all skin folk ain't kid. Yeah. But I think it was just like I, I think maybe I was just like naive because I was like, okay, life. I expect oh. that. You yeah. didn't want to believe that. Yeah, and, and that's probably what it was because I just felt like in life in general, everyday life, like I get it, you know, we all got our own selfish things we're looking out for, but in a place where it we are again the minority, we the minority minority again, mm-hmm. you would think we would have each other other's back, but no, I learned the hard yeah. way. All black yeah. people got your back. Yeah, can I carry out on that, please? Hold on, get on. Lisa got to get everybody else first. We'll go back to it. Lisa, one thing you had to learn the hard way. Um, so what I had to learn the hard way was um just making it on my own. And you know, I, in all honesty, just people really don't give a fuck unless it's really beneficial to them, you know. So I had to learn that on my own, just how to really like make it um as a woman. You know, because it's, it's hard just when you've had everything kind of handed to you. You know, your people have really, people pushed, well you know yeah. what I'm saying? And they have kind of provided that or gave you that leverage all the time. And then when you 
get to a certain age where it's not like like bitch I'm I'm not helping you like you got to figure it out on your own you have to become an adult or make it on your own you know just to um, provide for um, the people you brought into the world so um, just as a woman um, just making it on my own and thriving and you know I, I had to that was one of the hardest things I had to learn yeah hands down for me it would be and I'm glad you asked the question very dope question everybody that you fit in their life doesn't might not necessarily fit in your life meaning oh. like like somebody can be perfect for you but you're not perfect for them or vice versa you could be perfect for that yes. person um you ain't that like every every puzzle piece don't fit together just right. to be right don't mean you are and that's the lesson i had learned the hard way so many times and that go from friendships relationships i have a family question. members behind oh, that man. go ahead What's so that brings up um, rejection. How old were you guys when you started to accept it? Because a lot of times in a younger age, rejection like beat you up. It, it made you insecure. Well, for me, it did. How old or when did you guys realize like, oh, okay, rejection is just like whoever is aligned with my purpose. Like I accept this. I know that this person is not yeah, aligned yeah. with who I yeah, am yeah. or where I'm going. I still ain't get it because I said that shit still sucks for me. And that's really? goes for every level. Not just relationship, oh, wow. people, friends, like rejection of if because if I because I don't fuck with a lot of people. So the few people I deem to bring into my circle, if the shit go bad some way, it ain't talking about rejection, just oh ill, no. But as in the Overall. shit doesn't work. Yeah, the yeah. shit does not work when some type of you cross me the wrong way, you do something foul. That shit sucks. That shit hurts me terribly. Cause I don't, cause I'm such a guarded person and I don't bring people in. So if I do, and then that shit get, get back in my face, I feel mm -hmm. fucked up. So many yeah. people I done did things for that I know would have did it for me. But mm -hmm. when it hit you that damn, you can't do this for me. Not even, I don't go ask your shit, but I know you wouldn't do shit to me, for me. That shit sucks, bro. The words mm -hmm. like, I learned all my quotes, but my favorite quotes come from songs and music. That be Drake, what Drake said in the other song. I'm ashamed to tell my homeboys the shit I do for you. Cause I know you'd never do it for me. That's a motherfucking bar. That's a motherfucking bar. Oh. I, I think for me, it was being okay with rejecting people. Mm. Because mm. I've yeah. always been, I've always been a person that's like, I don't care what you do, who you are, as long as you treat me good, I'll treat you good. But then there are some people that you just truly don't need in your life. And right. I've never wanted to be one of those people who felt like, oh, I'm closing the door on somebody or, you know, I'm, I'm not giving them. But I, I had to learn how to reject people and say, no, 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 yeah. I, I appreciate you. You cool, but you don't align with me. And it's right. okay for you to not align with, with where I'm headed. So, no. So I think the harder part was me learning how to reject people. Mm. And I'm still there. I'm still, I'm, I'm still, still there. I'm still there. <laughs> Dude, I'm feeling Okay. Uh, for me, it's, um, oh, I've been, um, a fairy in my whole fucking life. Uh, so, <laughs> that's not so, rejection, I, though. I, like, you I, that's rejection? Yeah, like, failure, yeah, that's it. The, I lined up with rejection, yeah. Uh, the, um, not achieving the goals that you set out for, not being ready when it was time for you to, to live in that moment or whatever. So uh, is yeah. that in time frame or just so you didn't get there when you wanted to or just in general, you never got there? I needed to be there. 
because okay. the opportunity presented itself for me to be there and I wasn't ready. Okay. You so know, that wasn't your opportunity, and my it, boy. Right. And it was because and it was because I was uh, the honest truth because I was being lazy. Mm. Or yeah. I let I let outside things distract me from what it was that I needed to achieve. Um, and once I realized that, um, you know, uh, tomorrow ain't promised and I got to make sure that I stay ready and, you know, and, and to, you know, try to like fulfill some shit. A lot of times it don't matter what you fucking do. You can be the ready, prepared. You can be mm-hmm. in practice this shit a thousand fucking times. If it ain't for you, it ain't for you. It's not for you. Absolutely. Yes. I agree. And we can never be truly prepared. I'm going to take a take a cue from Fletch here. Um, Seinfeld on Wale's son was talking about, Wale's son was talking about how you, you can try to prepare for marriage, but it's something foreign. It's something new. So you can never truly be prepared for something. Oh, the need to know. Experience. Yeah, like, so. So then he compared to a roller coaster? You know? Yeah, yeah. He compared it to a roller coaster. You just, yeah. you, you don't know. I'm a firm believer, Kate, in when it's your time, it's when time. it's your opportunity, you will be ready. You will be aligned. Yeah. Like that's just a, I think, I don't care who you believe in God, universe or whatever. I, I believe in God. So if God says, okay, boom, I want to show Kay this moment right here. I, it's like, he's trying to get your attention. Like you lazy right now, but understand this moment going to come around again. Right. But I also totally agree. Sometimes this shit ain't just for you. This shit ain't all yeah. over. This shit ain't supposed. Yeah. To, this shit ain't supposed to be you. Okay, how? Let's go back to like, like I said that puzzle piece. Just because you perfect for somebody or something, don't mean it's perfect for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So sometimes it ain't worth the shit. You get that shit. Sometimes you ask for shit. You get that shit and be like, damn, why the fuck I asked for this shit? Right. My achievements outweigh my failure. That's some real shit. That's real. That's real. That's real. That's some real shit. Put that on the shirt. Florida man, Florida man merchandise right there. That's going on the shirt, bitch. Yes. Yo. All right. Last couple topics we got. Anybody want to talk about how y'all feel about the DJ Khaled album? Anybody heard of DJ Khaled album? Only no. you. I haven't heard it. Only you. The shit. I like it. I enjoy the album. It's um grown man contemporary rap. Um, and he but he put a lot on there for a lot of other people. Like um, regardless if we like listening to little niggas or not, little baby and um, goddamn dirt. Them boy got a song on that. Them niggas the future. Them niggas the future of rap. Like for real. Them niggas are talented as hell. Um, of course, the Jay Z and Nas song. I don't know why people acting like this is the first time they got like five or six songs together, but this is a very dope song. I thought, Kay, I thought you would love this. Niggas, Nas say he the crypto uh, currency Scarface. Nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I repented my statement, like, right? You know what? Honestly, when I listened to the song, I heard Nas part, but I wasn't really paying attention because I was doing like three or four things at once. And then when I heard Jay, and then I had to go back and like. Let me listen to this shit. I was like, oh, Nas killed this nigga Jay on this song. Fuck that. He got a um, Nas versus dope. I don't think it's a better verse than Jay. And that's just me being, a, you know, I'm a whole. <laughs> I'm a whole you know, I'm a whole Avenger anyway. But then Nas yeah. verse is more sonically pleasing. Like the, his, his, the, the word playing the patterns on it are ridiculous. That's his flow is godly. That's God's son, master writer. But overall, there's two black men talking about wealth outside of wealth generational wealth, that type of shit. Like if somebody, I think somebody say, Jay-Z, every every new Jay-Z verse say generational wealth, my wife be us say it's something else. 
Nigga, that's what else. Like, what else should I be Absolutely. talking about? Now? That is saturation. That is black man. Yeah, yeah. he is telling you to prepare yourself. Yeah, Fifty hey. plus. I do not want to hear Jay talking about all. The, I love the blueprint, but if Jay was still rapping like the blueprint, I would be upset at fifty plus, nigga. So yeah, but overall, I like the album. A lot of people say they didn't like it. Uh, music is subjective. Opinion. Let's like for a second, man, because I'm tired of this shit. Well, we was just so do about- you okay? So that brings the question: Do you guys think DJ Khaled is a culture vulture? Yes, I saw that. No, no, I was just about to say no. yes. Okay. No, yes. In a game, yes. Not- let, me, let me say why. Well, I, I was being a piece. In a game that is surrounded by niggas that are culture vultures, and they where white men sign niggas to terrible contracts and and rape <laughs> rape artists. Can I finish, please? For a for a for for in a game like this, <laughs> for a, a, a Arabic whatever he is to come up from the bottoms as a DJ at, at ninety nine jams here for the nigga at ninety nine jams and become one of the big uh, he, one of the biggest artists that don't rap. That shit's amazing, bro. Nah, that nigga got a culture bolter. That nigga shows you if you got it to make it, you gotta have a DJ Cali arrogance, annoyance. You got to bother people. He's very annoying. Yo, that nigga say I had to beg Jay-Z for 10 years to get a verse. This nigga is walking around begging some of the biggest artists in the game to do features, not paying them, not promising them things, not signing them to bullshit contracts. That shit's culture vulture. Nah, not Khaled. There's a lot of motherfuckers in the game, but that ain't one of them. Nigga, whatever. We don't, nigga, fuck out of that. Fuck out of Listen, Khaled in the culture. Okay. All right. Anytime you let anytime y'all are comfortable talking about white people can't say the N-word, but comfortable with an Arab saying the N-word, there's something fucking wrong with your design. Right. First of all, we just, I just told you I'm not comfortable with anybody saying it. So we're not talking about you. I'm, I'm talking about, about the okay. I can't well, I can't I'm help with other motherfucker. This ain't this ain't the other Florida nigga podcast. Nigga, y'all got me saying nigga, they make me bad. <laughs> No, listen, listen, you cannot I'm defend not defending him. anybody. I'm telling you how you, I feel. You, you just defended him. I just thought so, he got a culture vulture. What the hell is Lisa over there? Lisa, okay. get your ass up on the floor. At least on the floor. Lisa, what are you doing? Lisa, okay. anyway. my, my baby went in my office and closed the door. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let me say this about DJ Khaled. First of all, DJ Khaled is an Arabic male, okay? Mm. He's not of the culture. Mm. He's indoctrinated mm. by the culture. culture. No, once again, do you you gotta understand the difference between culture, race, what you call you once again. We have, I'm talking we about have the culture of hip hop. Exactly. So I you tell, so you mean to tell me there were no other black DJs in Miami that deserved the fucking shot. To work at ninety nine They didn't work hard so as Khaled work. The if they game, didn't work, right? if they didn't work hard as Khaled work, no. Come on, man. You only gonna get how far you work, how bad you work, how bad. First you of work. all, let me say, let me say what I gotta say. I let you have your two minutes. Let me you get. Ask me a question. I answered it. George Bush don't like black. People. I was saying, I was <laughs> talking to everybody. I was talking to the audience. You asked me a question. I answered it, but you feel like I am. You asked me a question. I answered it. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Anyways, moving moving past what you're talking about. He is a culture vulture. He's always been a culture vulture. And he's back back in the back in the nineties. He was saying nigga, and nobody ever checked him about that shit. Nobody ever checked him about that shit. Okay, and that's not okay. If we gonna if we gonna police up everybody else, we need to start policing up his ass too. 
Mm. Like in, in all seriousness, he is a problem in the black community. And I don't want to hear I don't want to hear nothing about that opportunity shit because he done jerked a lot of niggas around. Yeah. Yes, he ain't paid a lot of niggas what he owed, what he owed them. <laughs> niggas been doing features on his on his tracks and ain't getting paid, ain't got ain't got no, paid shit in the wrong. song with Platinum. That's what you wrong. That's what you wrong. Yeah, okay. You know your stats about Khaled or whatever. Okay, yeah, you give yeah, Khaled a pass or whatever. You know all your stats about him, right? Yeah, you wrong. So he paid, yeah. so he ain't no bird so man paid. or did he? No, no. Okay. So he even did. So he paid so he paid so he paid. So he paid T-Pain? Huh? Yeah. And yes, and a And yes, these niggas are all not what T-Pain says. T-Pain on the drink chump. T-Pain is on the drink chump saying no that the disagreement that him and him and Callis had was about something totally different. That T-Pain was upset because Ace Hood did the Bugatti video and they used his Bugatti. And then and then future this T Pain later on. And it wasn't even future was his brother. Well, you know, I love the music. DJ Khaled didn't pay him or got him in a fucked up 360 deal or some shit. That nigga was never signed. T Pain was never signed to DJ Khaled. No, I said Ace Hood. Oh, but Ace Hood says no, Ace Hood biggest problem is that DJ Khaled left him. Right. Okay. And that's what it was that DJ Khaled did not bring him up. And at the end of the day, that that goes back to what you feel like you are old. Once again, man, I, that's a question we can ask real quick. Chris going to defend his favorite does, artist every fucking time. That's it. You're going to defend your favorite artist every time. They can be I dead ass. My favorite artist by no means. I just okay, defend right and wrong. A person that you like. That you, I don't necessarily that like Cala like that. Home. I'm just telling you what's right and wrong. So they, you don't think he's a culture vulture? No, no. Not at all. So, okay. Saying the N-word does not make you a... Saying the N word makes you a culture vulture. No, that sounds dumb to me. No, yeah. we're saying no, like you said are bringing black artists um to the forefront to promote your your soundtracks or your mixtapes or your albums, um, knowing you're not black. Do you think he for the people? No, I think he's from. Yeah, I think he's for DJ Khaled. Okay. <laughs> And that's what people were saying. What they were saying was, they didn't necessarily say he was a culture vulture, but they were saying that he is not bringing new and up and coming AR to the forefront and showing that he can make good music or make talent. That's he not is getting chart topping artists that have, have already topped the charts and bringing them and, and making albums in their I track. Would, I would ask you, do you guys know how the music industry works? Like, like it's about selling records. Like, That's why I'm baby. asking you. I'm, oh. I'm asking you, which no, one is it? Like, do you it's, think it's, that it's apples or oranges? I'm I'm here to sell records. I'm here to make the best music possible. I'm sorry so if no name should be I'm promoting sorry. the upcoming artists, or should he just be pushing the you already should, the top You charter. should make the best music you can. You should make the most money from the best music to get back. Because once again, if you listen, if you know how music works. Like, like I just said about the DJ Khaled album, every song on is a, is a sample. That means he had to pay to get the sample clear. That means you have to make or recoup your money back. <laughs> so you can't just put Joe Blow from Fort Lauderdale on the record when you got Lil Baby to sell it. The same thing just literally happened with, uh, who just did the, uh, come and put this pussy on me, Lil Baby song. I don't know if y'all yeah. seen this on the shade room. Everybody was and they was mad about Megan being on and there, why, right? And why, and why were they mad for Megan being on there? Because the little girl who from Atlanta who rapped a verse over the beat 
where everybody said, oh, she should Over be Reda? getting on. I think she dope, though. But she I feel be. like that's the thing. Like, that's put a, the people on. Yeah, that's not how labels make money. Use boo. your platform to put yeah. the people on. The label. I, I don't know the music industry like y'all. And I know that, like, for instance, Life Genesis songs. With, I don't know if y'all remember Life Genesis songs with Fantasia. It was not originally with Fantasia. Mm-hmm. Like, so they got to put out, at least from my understanding, I, I they gotta they gotta attach the person to the songs that are gonna sell the most records. They don't they that, don't care. And okay. when it comes to exactly. having, like I get what you and Kay are saying as far as like yeah or Kay, I, I outside of the word, outside of the N-word, like I don't see him as a culture vulture. Like I, I just don't get that from him. As a okay. as a native Miamian, I see him as a part of the culture in the sense of he was around a lot of black people, so he had mm-hmm. so he enjoys a lot of what we consider black things but i've me personally i have never seen where i feel like dj khaled benefited off of something that is truly black and did not pay homage to where he got it from i've never okay. seen it. That's all. Back i'm leaving such a long did anybody know who case who ace hood was before dj khaled and we from florida no nah. No, that, absolutely not. That part, that I, I've never part. seen him. Pro- but that's the only, is that the only AR he's done though? The AR is work was he tried to get the job. Is that the it only actually, new artist he brought to the for- forefront? Um, I, He's not, once again, he's not an A&R. He actually tried to get the president job at Universal, not at uh, not Atlantic, where he tried to get it, at Arista. Okay. He, he tried to get the president job that they should have gave him to him. If anybody could have made a label pop and it was Khaled, they should have gave it to him. Um, the love Khaled. Diddy not messed over with people, <laughs> more black people than Khaled. And see, Diddy not and love even Khaled. even Diddy no, nobody love Khaled. Khaled. I'm just telling you how the music business works, and you and you as a businessman, you know, you should know this. So the fact that you don't know this bothers me. Same thing with Diddy. Diddy didn't fuck over niggas on contract. Diddy put contracts. Diddy used the same contracts that everybody else at the time was using. The contracts in the music industry have been fucked up for years. Then yep. these, these are young black men who came in the game knowing only what they were taught from white men who had been fucking over niggas in the industry. I'm yep. sorry it happened. It's a fucked up situation, but it is what it is. It takes the newer niggas, the newer guys, the the, 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 the hot dogs, the 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 newer and the QCs, the P's, them niggas are, yes. are, are reshaping contracts. Um Gucci. Gucci. Don't you ever forget it. Yeah. There we go. They take the newer generation, those guys after the 2000s that switched up contracts. But contracts been fucked up since fucking Ray Charles. And, yep. and the same contracts yep. have been in place for years. So if a black dude yep. came, a CEO came in and he signed niggas to a contract that was the, the industry standard, it is what it is. That's business. And as a nigga who signed, who has signed two fucked up record contracts, it is what it is, bitch. It is uh-huh. what it is. I just want to take a moment to say, tell me you from the South without telling me you from the South. Joe Blow. Joe Joe Blow. That Joe Blow took me out. Uh, (laughs) I was about to answer the question. I was going to be like, um, I can pick my own sugar cane. (laughs) That that Joe Blow took me out. I was like, oh, this man, he's serious because he not got in his Southern talk. Go get Joe Blow. Yeah, man. I'm serious about this music shit. I love, love the game. Um, last thoughts before we get up out of here. Miss um, Lisa, last words, anything you like to say? Um, I would like to say rest in peace to the young lady that lost her life at uh, Brown Sugar. Oh, that's crazy. Absolutely. 
Um, very tragic um, from what I'm reading. Um, she was, you know, striving to be great. She was, um, had graduated from nursing school and just the videos and things I saw, you know, um, at the Brown Sugar Festival. By all means, we love where we're from. We love, don't get me wrong, we love the hood. We do, we do. We love to participate in those things that bring us together in our neighborhoods. Um, but that's the double-edged sword we get, you know. Um, she lost her life tragically out there. So I just want to say rest in peace to the young lady that lost her life. I do not know her, um, but I just wanted to acknowledge that. Mm -hmm. Those are my last words. Well, also, uh, rest in peace to Shock G from Digital Underground. Shock G, Black, Black Rob, Black of course. Rob. Yeah. Yes. Of um, course, DMX. Rest in peace, DMX. still DMX. The memorial service was fire. Yes. That, that, that was a, a fitting home going for DMX. So, um, K-Dollars, last words, anything you'd like to say, sir? Um... Shout out to the Florida Man Podcast fan. Absolutely. You better, you better speak on it. We're putting on a lot of work with that. Um, I hope y'all enjoy the content that we put up, post on it on a regular basis. Shout out to the Florida Man Podcast Instagram page. Um, Florida Man Podcast at, merch at, coming at, soon. A Florida Man Podcast. And it's, what is it on Facebook? At a, a Florida Man Podcast. A Florida Man Podcast, of course. Mm -hmm. um, I just want to say, um, you know, uh, there should be an outrage in the communities that we're from for black on black violence. Yeah. A lot of these killings recently, like the one killing in Pahokee where three men shot this, uh, uh, this uh, 20 year old. Um, in front of his mother. In front of his mother. Damn, but they know it was like that. You know, we'll, we'll fucking rally for, you know, somebody getting shot by the police, but we won't rally in our own communities about black on black violence. And I don't think that's that's the right thing at all. So a lot of people that I know died from the hands of another black man in our own community. And that shit still don't sit right with me to this day. So if we're gonna police up those bad police officers, we need to police up ourselves as well. Absolutely. And, and get out and advocate be, for our reason, community. There shouldn't be a reason why a little girl got shot at Brown Sugar. Yeah. I thought it was our love. I thought it was for the community. Why niggas bring their beef to the streets? And some in a, in a public setting. Absolutely. Like, first of all, like if you if you got beef with somebody, let me tell you something in the muck. If you got beef with somebody, stay your ass at home, bro. Don't mm. bring your ass out there, man. Mm. Why, why the fuck? Would, why would you even come up out there, bro? To start shit like that. You got people's families out there, people's kids out there. Everybody's trying to get home to to, to see their loved ones at the end of the night. It's disrespectful, man. And I hope whoever's doing all this violent shit or whatever, I hope they get locked up forever. That's all I got to say. Wild words, wild words. I think our next episode, I would love to pick it back on. I mean, me and you had a conversation on the term black on black crime. Yes. You had that term. So we're going to have a, we yes. definitely add that to the and, next And episode. we, yeah, you guys piggyback on how in no other culture has a, White on white crime, an Asian on Asian crime. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. Why are we gonna say that from this episode? Yes. G. Last words, please. Um, as much as we love the hood, the hood don't love us back. Absolutely. That's number one. Mm. Number two, streets ain't the same. There used to be, oh. like, there was a code where 
I think in the nineties it changed, but like back in the day, back in the day there was a code: families, kids, stuff like that was off limits. Don't be for no Yeah, like that was off limits. So ain't ain't no code no more. What I want to say about that is the guy. That's what I was saying. Like you already know he's a kid that got killed, got murdered in front of his mother in Pahokee. You know he's a kid. You know. I mean, of course, you know, he may have knowledge of the streets and how to maneuver, but you know, as a man that's been in the streets, send him home. He don't belong up here. He just finished school, even if it's been over more than five years. He just been in school. You guys teach that little, I'm not you, I'm doing my thing type of shit. And then as soon as a nigga lose his life to the same streets you introduced him to, then you want to make sob ass stories and tweets mm-hmm. and posts on social media when it all could have been prevented when you could have told him, take it's your ass you. home, dude. For you. Get you a job. Really? Go to fucking school. Start yeah. you a business. Any fucking thing, but sit up here on this block. Yeah. Best advice I ever got was from that boy Black Mike, BSG Black Mike, sitting on in the Mark Mansion and literally with his Shout tech. Out to him. Tech, with his tech on the pill, that boy that boy looked over me and said, Flesh, this ain't that life. And yeah. that nigga Black Mike had it all. And for him and to look at it in college, my freshman year of college, Black mm-hmm. Mike looked at me and said, Flesh, this ain't that life. And I'm from a female that I watch, I don't watch some niggas get killed on the load around. Mm-hmm. I done been in the club. I done been in 21 where they shooting and I'm under a motherfucking table in 21. I'm one night they got a, a freak fest in there. I'm in the room with Trick Daddy and all these butt naked hoes tied to a string together. I'm high because they shooting in 21. Stop it. Stop it. That, that ain't the life you chose. That's just not the life you chose. Stop being a follower. Be a leader. It's okay. It's okay to be a grown ass man. It's okay to go get you a job. It's okay to start you a business. I it's hope we continue this conversation man. because I, I, I would love to dive in deeper to say that <laughs> Next episode, we do it. Yeah, because I definitely got to be able to dive into the We dropped two episodes this weekend. If this week, y'all like to, because I I dropped this Tuesday. Absolutely. I'm free. I don't block my schedules on Sunday because I'm like, we need to have a set day. So, yeah. So, once again, wise words from the Florida Man Podcast. Everybody, thank you for coming out. G, love you. Lisa, love you. K, love you. No matter what, my nigga. Yo, this is the Florida Man Podcast, and this is, let me get it together, man, get it together, get it together. Is you ready? God's favorite podcast. This is the world's favorite podcast. This is Florida's favorite podcast. (laughs) Baby mama's favorite podcast, your baby daddy's favorite podcast, and the kids. This is the Florida Man Podcast. Thank y'all for vibing with us. Goodbye, y'all.